Well, hey there, and welcome back to Fire and Soul, the space to deepen your awakening and activate your highest expression, also known as your divine power and truth. That is the evolution of Fire and Soul, and I'm so grateful that you are here and tuning in. I'm your host, Michelle Sorrow. If you're new to the show, I want to say welcome. This is a really powerful worldwide community that we are growing, and we are all walking each other home as we are learning to navigate this great awakening, master the matrix and all the things that are so truly revolutionary about this time, including the conversation that we're about to do a deep dive into. But before we go there, I also want to give a shout out of gratitude for some reviews that have come in. And there's one in particular that really snagged my soul that I want to read out loud because I think this is from a friend of mine named Ursula, uh, who is near me in Southern California. Uh, and the, the review says here for the journey, five stars. I met Michelle years ago and have since been following her work. Her passion is contagious and there's something very relatable about her path. And one way or another, we're all opening up to something deep and profound in our lives. And I commend her for sharing her personal story. Her guests also contribute to insightful conversations, helpful ideas, and reflections. And that comes from Urs from CA, California. So I think that's Ursula. Ursula, thank you, thank you, thank you for taking the time. I really appreciate it. You know, that is the single most effective way, if you are feeling it, to support the show and to grow the show is to leave a review. If you've ever received any value or meaning, it would do me the greatest honor and the guest that we have um, the privilege to drop all the way in with, including today's guests, the honor as well. So if you haven't yet left a review, please do so right now. I really appreciate it. All right, you're going to want to buckle up (laughs) and have a pen and a paper ready to take really copious notes, I think, because this is a deep dive into uh, a truly insightful conversation that flips the medical system on its head in a lot of ways uh, to at least open your mind to get curious about and receive some of the wisdom coming through Dr. Randy Shannon. She's a doctor of naturopathy. She specializes in the ancient practice of diagnosing disease through, get this, face, tongue, and nail analysis, which is known as original medicine. Founder of thebodycan.com, Randy's specialties are working with the 1,000 or so so-called incurable diseases diseases in anti-aging. Dr. Randy's clients come to her from all over the world, and this conversation is actually a reflection of her analysis of my face, tongue, and nail photos that I sent to her before we had the conversation. So she reveals the analysis live, and some of it was a bit surprising and somewhat even alarming. And so it's now been about three-ish weeks that I have been on the protocol that she suggested, and I am experiencing uh, incredible results. So I will share that at the top specifically. And I think most powerfully a lack of headaches. I had them pretty strongly for, it felt like several weeks in a row. And I was detoxing from bioidentical hormone creams and a whole bunch of other 
insights that came through for me to really look at in an honest way as a result of getting COVID. And I think I've shared that with you here. That was a very initiatory experience for me. That was back in June. So I had weaned, not even weaned, I went cold turkey on some things. And, um, and then I connected with Dr. Randy. And so now to be here on the other side of following her protocol and to experiencing better sleep, uh, lack of headaches, and just an overall smoothing out of my energy, waking with energy and feeling fairly radiant and optimized in my energy most of the day and then going to bed tired like it should be without any aid. Uh, around 10 p.m. So I feel like I am on the right track and I'm excited to share her with you because even if at the very minimum you go to her website, thebodycan.com, I get nothing out of this, by the way, you can tell there's no like affiliate link on this. This is me loving you and wanting us all to awaken to the next level in our consciousness, which is around our health. And so just like we've learned, right, not to trust a lot in that we see uh, in the media and in the quote systems, we are also learning to awaken to our health and what we've been told and possibly programmed to believe most, if not all of our lives. So take what you want, leave the rest, but I think you're going to be very intrigued. There's not a single minute in this entire conversation that isn't worth your time or possibly someone that you loves time, especially if they're dealing with any sort of health issues. And I really don't know anyone that isn't. So this is a very important, powerful conversation. Some of the things that we talk about, I already mentioned one, uh, bioidentical hormone creams. That one blew me away. Uh, why we shouldn't be eating any gluten-free foods whatsoever and why. She talks about uh, the a, a radical paradigm shift on reversible versus progressive diseases and how that she truly believes that all diseases can be reversed. And she's worked with thousands of clients all around the world. And, oh, sorry, I forgot. I'm going to go back a moment. I free flow when I'm doing these intros. So let me just go back to what I was trying to get to when I was mentioning that I'm not an affiliate. I want you to go to thebodycan.com and put in your email address and at the very minimum receive her do and do not eat list. It's like a foods list. I was blown away by some of the things and I will say, I'm probably not going to eat everything on the to eat list, but I definitely can and will and am not eating the food on the do not eat list. And there's, there's so many reasons why. And when you listen to this conversation, I think you're going to just completely get it. So do that, do yourself a favor. And then if you feel called book a session with her, and you can do that also on the body can.com. All this information is in the show notes. And then just to kind of like also give you a random segue very soon, I think in two weeks, we're going to have my digital course mentor. She was my very first business mentor, Amy Porterfield. Many of you are probably familiar with her. She is the queen of digital course creation. She's going to be on the show um, in a couple of weeks, which I'm really excited about. She's coming back for the second time, but she's offered up a really cool freebie that I also have uh, in my show notes in case you have ever considered taking your knowledge, your passion, or your expertise and turning it into a digital course for some passive income, or if you're anything like me, you just want to turn it into a real business. That is how I scaled my business into a seven figure coaching and training 
business. So this freebie, there's a couple of them here uh, to pique your curiosity. Surprisingly simple ways to turn your knowledge into a digital course. That's the first freebie. And the second freebie is three steps to unlock your digital course using your digital course idea using AI. I love both of those and I wish they were around when I was getting started, even though it was with Amy. Uh, she's really learned to simplify things and to take on new technology as our ally, including the AI. So I wish I would have known about this back in 2018 when I was just getting started. So maybe this will aid and support in you. And if you know anything about Amy, she over delivers in her freebies. Oh, so much gold there. I have literally shared so many of her free resources with my private clients and it has always been so worth your time to head on over and just snag the freebie or to have someone else snag it if you know that they need it. All right, my loves, I am excited to share this conversation with you. Not only is Dr. Randy Shannon beautiful on the outside, it is a reflection of how she is taking care of herself on the inside and she radiates health in so many ways in this conversation called A Deep Dive into Revolutionary Health with the one and only Dr. Randy Shannon. Enjoy. Well, this is such an exciting conversation. One of the first ever to have someone like you on the show. Welcome, Dr. Randy Shannon to Fire and Soul. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you for inviting me. I mean, it's an honor. I love your whole theme and the whole meaning of your show. And I'm, and you know, so the audience that's going to be listening to this is really, you know, my crowd. So I love it. For sure. I I always like to say, you know, vibe attracts tribe. And in this particular show, and I want to let my audience know, we are going to use me as the case study, if you will, um, through something that you are known for. And it is the rarest uh, of its kind in the type of analysis that you do. But rather than me try to explain it, I'm going to let you share what I'm talking about. And then we're going to dive into how it all works. Okay, perfect. So the audience is going to come from every walk of life and they, you know, are going to be shocked by all of the things that I say. So I am a naturopathic doctor, but my main expertise is I look at the face, the fingernails and the tongue, and I can see what is going on in the organs of the body. Also, I look at other marks of concern. There's some crazy things that show up on the body and people don't understand what they are. And they'll go to say a dermatologist and have certain things frozen off, like cherry colored moles, brown moles, or even warts. And there's really a, a whole nother way to go at that because when things like that are rearing up, it means something is going on in the body. And so it needs to be addressed in a natural way. Because if you don't, then these things come back with a vengeance and then you end up getting scarred all over the whole entire body. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now, how did you come across this? How did you discover the face, fingernails, and tongue was your access point to helping liberate so many people? Because once people start to dive into your work and the mission that you are on, which is to help, you know, basically repair all immune systems worldwide, um, it's astounding to see who you've helped and how you've helped some of the most extreme cases. How did you discover it? 
Okay, so as I went through school to be a naturopathic doctor, there's all different kinds of modalities that a doctor can go down. And I found that I was just really, really good at looking at the tongues and the faces and the fingernails and figuring out what was going on with people. And then as I explored, I saw nobody's really doing this. An acupuncturist, for example, will touch on it. You might go into their office and they'll say, let me look at your tongue. And they'll say, well, it's hot or there's heat over here. That really doesn't mean anything to anybody. I would go to an acupuncturist and they would tell me that I'd be like, okay, what does that mean? So those terms don't really resonate with most people, but this is 5,000 year old original medicine. Mm. So this has been around long before what we know that the medical doctors and that whole system for the last hundred, hundred and almost 50 years, not quite, but so, yeah. Amazing. Isn't it incredible to you how much is hidden from us? I mean, that is a whole conversation that we can open up as we even just enter into this exchange. But um, anyone who's still relying on the traditional indoctrinated medical system uh, may be in for some really big surprises. And that's the whole point of, of, of us having this conversation here is that you opened my eyes to new ways of thinking and a complete paradigm shift. Um, but can you share a story or two that comes to mind of some of a tr- like a traditional health case? Uh, okay. And then what maybe their doctor said, and not all doctors are bad and not all of it is, you know, what I just said, but we're just allowing ourselves to think for ourselves and to be curious and to be far more open-minded now because we know it's necessary. It's critical than ever before. Okay. So I, this list could go on and on and on. So I'm just going to give you a few because actually when you go to the internet uh, in January, uh, I went on a show and right before I went on, I, I said, hey, Siri, how many incurable diseases are there? And when I first became a doctor, the internet used to say 400. Uh, then I watched it creep up to 600, 800. That day in January, that morning, I found that the internet was telling me on certain links that there was over 1,000 so-called incurable diseases, which is ridiculous. So some of the things that they throw into that are uh, diabetics, high blood pressure, low blood pressure, uh, even people that need replacements like a knee replacement, hip replacement, uh, shoulder replacement, things like that. Mm. All of those things are reversible. I've even had uh, stage four pancreatic cancer clients come to me that were told they had less than three weeks left to live. And we just went super strong with, I did an analysis and I saw all the organs that were out. Whereas the cancer doctor was only looking at the pancreas or the kidney or the liver, whichever organ you're told you have a cancer in, Mm -hmm. that's where the doctors look and they're not taking care of all of the rest of the body. And when you walk into a hospital, you got vending machines full of all of the bad foods Then when you're in recovery from a surgery, they feed you all of the bad foods. And, um, you know, they also tell people to get on things uh, if you're losing weight and you get light, like boost or insure. I'm completely against all of those things because those are mostly sugar. Mm. But let's just take a diabetic, blood sugar issues, okay? So if you're a type one, you're born that way. That's gonna be figured out in the first hours 48 hours, 72 hours of life. You're going to crash real quick right after birth. 
So I get people that come to me uh, age 50 and say, I was just diagnosed as a type one. Well, how can that be? That's a misdiagnosis. Mm -hmm. Okay. But let's say they were a type two and they've been on a medication now for 20 years, 30 years, 40 years, doesn't matter. Uh, no end in sight. They're just going to be a long-term chronic treated patient. Well, that's reversible. And most of the so-called 1,000 incurables are actually reversible. So I do a full analysis. I look at all of the organs in the body that are going, you know, awry, haywire, face, fingernails, tongue, any marks of concern on the body. And then I put together a full report and I go down through everything. I look at the hormones. I look at the tongue color, top and bottom. Mm -hmm. I'm looking at cracks and crevices and uh, discolorations blockages. I'm looking at all of those things because everything means something. Mm -hmm. Think about when you were born. Most everybody is born with absolutely perfect skin. Mm -hmm. And over time, lines appear. Mm -hmm. And eventually people go to the dermatologist and he goes, make an angry face or can you squint for me? And when you're doing that, he's looking at lines, but those are actually directly correlated with organs. And so when you fill those in with Botox, you, typically all in this area or over here is mm -hmm. where they do it. Those are all organs. And so now you're covering up the scene of the crime. Mm. So go back to the diabetic, for example. Uh, they're missing raw material. If they had the right raw material, they would never be a diabetic. Okay. And it's completely reversible. So in about four months or so, give or take, I have a diabetic, a blood sugar issue, whether it's high, low, whatever, completely reversed. And most everyone is a hundred percent off their meds. Wow. So if you stick with the medical doctor, it's about a diabetic or a high blood pressure client is worth somewhere around, don't quote me, I don't want all the doctors to yell at me, but somewhere around $750,000 if diagnosed early to the end of life. That's a very high paying client. Mm -hmm. so, Let me, can we break down what you mean by that? Because I've actually heard even Robert Kennedy Jr. talk mm -hmm. about this and he gave the, ra the range of $500,000 to $750,000 himself. Yeah. So he's yeah. been fighting to stand up for this, right? Because it's a racket. They yeah. tell you something, they give you the diagnosis, they put you on the prescription. Again, not all doctors and not all prescriptions. We, right. we have to make that disclaimer. But in general, what you are saying, is kind of an, it's kind of a known thing for those who have dug into it. And mm -hmm. so it doesn't behoove them to have you be healthy and well. In fact, it, it's all about the money. And so yeah. to have you stay sick, you are a long-term paying client. Is that yeah. what you're trying to get at? Yeah. And so then most of the time they're able to bill the insurance, whereas most naturopaths like myself, we don't take insurance and the system is set up to not allow us to. And the system, actually, if you go even to like the new uh, artificial intelligence online, it'll make every naturopathic doctor look like a quack. You do a search and it'll say that they're, you know, wackadoodle. But we were original medicine. Yes. Since the dawn of time. Mm -hmm. Okay. So we know plants, mm -hmm. we know uh, all the herbs, we know the vitamins, the minerals, the amino acids, and the essential fatty acids. We know this stuff. If you ask the average medical doctor, they don't have a clue. They're not taught it, so they don't. I don't fault them for it, but I do believe everybody has a responsibility to do their own research out of their uh, career to learn 
that other side. Believe me, I learned a lot of prescription drugs. I know a lot about surgeries and different areas like parasitology, et cetera. And that's because I go and I educate on that. After the fact, I've been a doctor a long time and I still go down the road. So we do have an obligation to the people mm-hmm. to be as educated as we possibly can to help save their life and not sit and drain their bank account or their mm-hmm. insurance company. My goal is to reverse things, help the client reverse the thing, and then only come to me for maintenance. I'm not here to dig in your pocket all the time. Yeah, this is so cool because I think obviously these last three years have awakened many, many, many people and my awakening continues to come in layers. Um, Mm -hmm. First, it was awakening to the matrix, right? Uh, Even though I'd heard grumblings my whole life, I was finally willing to walk through that red pill door, so to speak. And then it became a spiritual awakening. And then now I'm in, and then And then that had all these layers and it just got deeper and deeper and deeper. And so where I am now is it's a real health awakening. And I find that that has a direct correlation to my divinity, to me remembering who I am so that I can be connected to the channel, if that makes sense. And so I just want to pause there for a moment and go back for just a moment, because I think you started talking about a stage four pancreatic cancer client, but I'm patient, but I'm not quite sure we finished. And you had told me about that on the phone. So that's, that's one of those things where it's like, really, because we hear pancreatic cancer and we just assume it's over. Yeah. That wasn't the case. No, 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 no. And this, this gentleman had, I believe at the time, there's an interview on my YouTube channel. It was many years ago. So I couldn't tell you the whole story, but I'll give you in the nutshell. Uh, He had like three kids under the age of five. So of course that was very devastating to the family. He'd been battling this. He was in his forties when he came to me and he'd been battling this since a kid. Mm. So he had gone through multiple full rounds of chemotherapy, lots of damage by the time he came to me. And so uh, this particular gentleman at day 30 was already like the cancer was stopped and then fast forward, uh, day 75, I was, I did the, uh, no, I didn't do the interview yet, but the mother and the son were at the doctor at day 75. They'd already run a battery of 15 or 20 more tests. And, uh, the cancer was all going in reverse. The, the actual doctor himself walked out of the room and they made a comment about, this is not what we expected to see at this point. So then the RN says, uh, to the mom and to the young man, uh, do you understand what, what he's saying? And they said, oh yeah, we understand because <laughs> he was supposed to be dead by then. Mm. And he wasn't. And I, uh, one of my most recent ones, literally just in the last week, I was asking the wife, cause it's her husband. I said, uh, is there any fresh tests that you guys have done? I think he's been on my protocols for about four months, something like that. And, uh, she said, no, the doctor doesn't want to see him until August now. And then she goes on to say uh, that basically the doctor said he's going to be a case study because they don't understand why this cancer is just going away. Wow. mm -hmm. Wow. So, and that's all from face, fingernails, and tongue analysis. Yeah. 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 And then, you know, it's, that's me looking at a person and I look at all the organs, et cetera. And then I put together that protocol. So yes, I'm addressing the, the main issues that are important to the person, but then I'm also addressing every single organ that I also see is in trouble. Mm-hmm. So it's everything. And I do get really aggressive on the cancers because obviously 
time is of the essence on those. Yes. And so now let's just, if we can, we can dive into me and the photos that I sent, because that's how you work. I, I, I was like, okay, how does this process work? And you said, you just snapped some photos and you told me exactly how to do it. Face, tongue, top and bottom, fingernails of both hands. And so I was wearing zero makeup. My face was uh, toward the sun and I'm pretty good at selfies. So I was able to get you some good composition, sent them over and you're like, okay, great. That will do it. And now you're going to share some of those results and or what you see. And Mm -hmm. um, I know once again, you just want to put a disclaimer out there. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I'll let you do that. But I wanted to share a little bit of how that process works, because for me, this was new. I'd never heard of it. But yet once I opened up my worldview Mm -hmm. uh, and I started to see the types of shows that you are always on or where you're being asked to be a speaker or I mean, it's, it's pretty incredible, right? When the student is ready, the teacher appears. Uh, So this is what I'm excited to share. So while it'll be my story, what you're seeing in me is actually quite universal, especially for women of my age and, or even men. So yeah, yeah, let's begin with your disclaimer, just to be really clear. And then we can dive into what you, what you picked up. Yeah. So I never uh, diagnose, treat or prescribe. So as a naturopathic doctor, believe it or not, we're not allowed to do that. So uh, we do have, you know, boundaries that we're not allowed to cross over or we get thrown into jail. (laughs) So I'm staying out of jail. So I never, even if I see, let's say heart disease, or uh, I really believe that somebody has a cancer, I'm never going to tell them that they have a cancer or that they have heart disease. That's where I do work hand in hand with the medical community. Uh, So I'm not just, you know, uh, shunning them completely. I want you to go then if I see the indicators and go get blood work or, you know, let's say um, there's high indicators for an ovarian cancer. I'm going to highly encourage you to go get a pap smear or something like that. Okay. So I do absolutely want that community utilized because their testing is invaluable once I see those indicators. And the thing is, is the indicators that I see, I can see these years in advance. Mm -hmm. So whereas you, let's say somebody's diagnosed with a cancer or all of a sudden they have a heart attack and they're like, nobody diagnosed this. I just had a stress test and it came out okay. Mm -hmm. I have a friend who had a stress test on a Monday and was gone by Friday from a massive coronary. Mm -hmm. So I don't have a hundred percent belief in those tests. Mm -hmm. Now, however, I had looked at that person, I had seen them like two years prior, and I saw signs. And I said something to the spouse, and I said, they really need uh, to be, you know, doing this and this and this. And I laid out, you know, a a path. And I was told, well, they're not going to do any vitamins, minerals, amino acids, etc. They're not going to stop these particular bad habits in the food list. And they really believe in the medical community. So it is what it is. Well, it was the medical community, unfortunately, that did not catch his issue. And he thought he was good to go. And five days later, he's gone. So I went to his funeral. And so it can be very gut-wrenching. And and the masses can be caught off guard. But it's things that I see in advance. Mm -hmm. So uh, in particular, um, when somebody has candida, Mm -hmm. uh, most medical doctors will give an antibiotic. I'm totally against that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cause they'll say, well, it's really bad. This is the only thing that's going to kill it. It's not the only thing that's going to kill it. I do it the natural way 
Okay. Mm -hmm. Sometimes people take three months to knock it out. Sometimes people take eight months to knock it out, mm -hmm. but it is reversible. So if they see like a toenail fungus or something, it's probably the candida has uh, basically blown up to biblical proportions. Mm -hmm. And so theirs might take a little bit longer. That's okay. Now, for those who aren't as familiar with even what candida is or a candida thrush, what is at stake when candida has been built up to a biblical proportion? Yeah. So while toenail funguses are never pretty, mm -hmm. uh, so it's probably a little embarrassing for people to be out in public if they have a flip-flop or something, a sandal, but also they can be phlegmy, they can be nasally. Uh, candida is basically a white coating on the tongue. Mm -hmm. And when it's out of control, let's say you get sick. They're very opportunistic and they love to kick you when you're down. So if you're sick, you're going to get sicker mm -hmm. because you've got an overload of that in the system. Mm -hmm. So uh, it's easily reversed. Sometimes, like I said, there's a time frame, you know, some longer than others. And they will get, you know, all of that phlegm will come up and out, but the toes should clean up. Uh, any fingernail things should clean up uh, when it comes to that. Uh, the nasally should clean up. All of those things will go away. Now that is a lifelong battle, by the way. So that's not, you know, it can come today and be gone. And then six months down the road, it'll show up yet again. That's mm -hmm. a lifelong battle and that's okay. It's like parasites. If you clean up parasites today and then you go have sushi tomorrow, guess what? Problem starts all over again. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you want to do a parasite cleanse at least twice a year. If you've never done one, uh, chances of you not having parasites is like slim. <laughs> okay. I want to talk about that too, before we move actually into my specific, um, results or what you see, I'm not even sure how you refer to that. Um, yeah. and I'm certainly not going to pretend to be an expert in this space at all. So I'm asking the questions that yeah. I'm just, that are just coming through in the way I know how to ask. But for those who are not even familiar with what parasites are or how, uh, predominant they are in humans all around the world. Can you just speak to that for a moment? Because I think there's a lot of confusion. There's also yeah. a lot of fear and there's a lot of, I don't even want to look at that. I don't want to deal with that. And so there's a lot of just avoidance altogether. Well, I mean, I can be really graphic and tell a story that's mind blowing. Okay. Go for it. Okay. So it's going to make the whole audience cringe. Get ready. <laughs> okay. Oh my God. <laughs> So when I went through school, one of my professors told a story and actually he's in California, he's retired now, but he was telling a story about a woman who came to him, to him, very sick death door. And the thing is, is she had parasites all throughout her whole entire body. They had permeated pretty much everything. And a parasite, you can get it from eating a salad. Uh, you can get it from eating a piece of fruit where it's on. If it gets in, it can make, it can make it. Okay. And it will live. Uh, and so this woman was going to the bathroom. Well, he said, you have parasites. So he put her on uh, a protocol to remove the parasites. And she was going to the bathroom one day and a parasite, she was urinating, okay? And a parasite had started to come out and she saw it, you know, of course, when she was wiping. So she started to pull on it and it was longer than expected. And she started to scream and uh, her husband comes running. I'm sorry, even if I was married, which I'm not, uh, I have four sons, but I'm no longer married. And uh, if I had that, I wouldn't be screaming for my husband to come. I just couldn't like open up that much. So he runs to the kitchen and grabs a glove. I'm picturing like a yellow palm olive glove or something. Mm -hmm. 
and comes back in and he helps her to pull that parasite out. Because here's the thing. If you've ever heard about it, like with a worm, just even an earthworm, if you break it in half, you now have two, it'll heal up and you'll have a second one. Mm -hmm. It's the same with parasites in the body. And so that parasite ended up being four and a half feet long. Whoa. That was growing in her. Whoa. That was just one. That was just one. Wow. Yeah. So, um, they managed to keep it intact. It was just, you know, one long one. Now she had gone to a medical doctor first when she was super sick. They tested her and said that she did not have parasites, mm. but the naturopathic doctor said, you definitely have parasites. Mm -hmm. So uh, one day she was blowing her nose and she blew a parasite out the nose. Yeah. Same they, lady. Same woman. They had gone everywhere. Mm. So now that she's on this parasite, killer basically uh they're trying to get out every which way they're trying to escape you know the the toxin that's basically going in and uh she wraps it up into a tissue and she goes back to the medical doctor and she says i told you i have i think i have parasites and he opens it up looks at it closes it back up throws it into the trash and says you do not have parasites i told you you don't have parasites we don't have a parasite problem in this country leave it. So, um, and okay. if you go to foreign countries, you'll see parasite cleanse literally at the counter of the checkout, mm -hmm. gas stations, convenience mm -hmm. stores everywhere. But in this country, for whatever reason, we don't want to recognize it. Mm -hmm. Right. It's there. It's prevalent. Probably everyone has them. Okay. So I want to talk about a couple of things before we do move into my analysis. Um, what do parasites lead to in general? you know, mm -hmm. as a, as a rule of thumb, and what are some of the common symptoms that someone could have parasites? Okay. So you can get cramping, you can get bloating ever see, uh, you typically see it in men, but it's women too. Uh, they're thin everywhere else and they look to be in really great shape, but then all of a sudden they have this gigantic belly mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Okay. that could be yeah. parasites. And then what about teeth grinding? Cause I heard that as well. I've, I've heard that I've never had any of my clients say that they so it's not a hundred percent. It's okay. not. Okay. And then what? What do having? What does parasites? What, what? What am I trying to say? What does having parasites? What could it lead to? Uh, you can get very sick. You can be completely malnourished because you're. They're not gonna. They're gonna basically eat everything you got. They're not gonna allow you, you to get any sustenance. They're fighting you. They're literally fighting you from the inside out. So they wow. can be painful. I've had people do parasite cleanses that they were so bad that, uh, but when you do try to kill them off, you basically, the way I do my cleanses is 20 days on of taking the cleanse 20 days off. Why? Because the last thing a parasite does is lay eggs before it leaves, you know, and dies or gets, you know, sent out of the body through urination, whatever. Uh, and so the last thing it did was lay eggs. It takes them about 20 days to incubate out. So you go back at it 20 days later and kill those babies off. Okay. Mm -hmm. And you should be doing a parasite cleanse at least twice a year. I have a very good one. Uh, it works astounding. My clients love it. So, um, yeah, I mean, it can be a nightmare, but my, my one, one of the things that they do too, is they just latch on once the toxin starts to go into the body and they feel it, they don't want to leave. So they claw. Mm -hmm. So, uh, you know, it can be painful in the beginning until you get them killed. 
Okay. Got it. I went on my first parasite cleanse in February of this year. And, um, I don't really remember experiencing much different other than a little discomfort, right? Some, some extra bloating while I was on the cleanse and I'm sure everyone's got their different protocols, but, um, I didn't necessarily feel any relief, which was interesting. I did have, you know, some release, if you know what I mean, some bowel release that was helpful, but I don't have an issue there either in general. Um, but the reason I did it is because I had come across so many doctors, especially in the medical freedom movement. And I'm curious what your thoughts are on this. Mm-hmm. And this is tricky waters for us here. So again, we've put out all the disclaimers, but there's a lot of information that could be potentially misleading and or harmful and or informative. Again, it's confusing in these times uh, mm-hmm. that all parasites are in fact cancer or that most are so there's, there's just kind of like a school of thought around that. And I'm just curious what your observations have been. No, they are not all can They're not, all parasites are not the reason for all cancers. No, absolutely not. Okay. There, there are reasons for cancers that are across the board, mm-hmm. across mm-hmm. the board. Okay. And even uh, in the reversal, it's not one size fits all. There are a lot of things. Uh, if you walk into, let's say, uh, the hospital for cancer patients right across the border from you uh, down in Mexico, uh, their remedies are, I mean, I feel like mine are even stronger. Mm-hmm. So I'm way more aggressive. So <laughs> they do a lot of juicing. I'm not against juicing at all. Um, I, I encourage it, but it's really, the ground is depleted of mineral. So one of the main reasons, if you ask me why cancers are so prevalent is because we're completely deficient of raw material, not Mm -hmm. a piece of red tip lettuce or a carrot juice or a coffee enema, which is what they do a huge portion of down in Mexico. It's really deficiency of raw material. And when we don't have these raw materials, it allows weakness in the body all over the place. And I'll go into that in detail because it's very important for everybody to understand. I want you to, because when you even say raw material, I don't know what you're talking about. Okay. So think about this. When somebody goes into a shock situation and, you know, it could be a car accident, whatever, what happens? The body basically stops working. The arms don't work. The legs don't work. People start talking gibberish. And then all of a sudden they can't talk at all, and then they'll go unconscious. The brain is in overdrive in that moment. It's pulling all those resources and shooting them straight to, say, the heart, to keep the heart alive. Because we can live without arms and legs. Yes. All of it. But if the heart dies, we're dead. Okay? So science may change that, you know, down the road may have already in like weird, freaky situations, but in overall general, we have to have a heart. Okay. Mm -hmm. Not on machinery, et cetera. And so what happened there in a split second, literally situation is what's happening to everybody on a day-to-day basis right now. What do I mean? When somebody is losing hair, they call it an incurable alopecia, okay? That is not a hair issue. That is not a, uh, I'm just losing hair for no reason. I now have a new disease. That is wrong. That is a misdiagnosis, okay? Most all of those things are misdiagnosis. 
it's lack of raw material. And the brain is saying, well, hair doesn't matter. Hair color doesn't matter. Um, you know, don't care if you get uh, diabetes, blood pressure issues, uh, you know, if the cartilage leaves your knee. Why are all of these things a problem? Because the, the brain is so smart and it wants you to live and it's your greatest fighter that it recognizes that, let's say, the heart's in trouble. And it's so it's robbing all the nutrients everywhere it can and puts them towards the heart. Hair doesn't matter. Hair color doesn't matter. So when I do an analysis, I look at all the parts of the body and I go, oh, okay, well, the heart's in trouble. And that's why you have gray hair or white hair or uh, you're, you know, dealing with this issue or that issue. It's the heart. So I put all the raw material back into my clients for the hair and hair color, et cetera. But I'm also nutrifying the heart and undoing blockages, et cetera. So it's shock, but at a much slower pace, what somebody's going through when they become sick. Mm, that is so beautiful. And I've heard that now. This is the third time I've heard this mm -hmm. in the last few months. This is, again, I am new onto a truly profound and authentic seeking of awakening in my health. Mm -hmm. um, I saw someone for um, uh, ozone therapy when I was recovering from COVID mm -hmm. and he didn't care if you, you know, had COVID, didn't have COVID. Like he was just like, come in, I'll, I'll treat everyone. And he did. There were like seven people in the different beds. And, but I asked him, I was losing a whole bunch of hair over here on the left side of right on the left side of uh, my face mm -hmm. up into my temple. And he explained that. And then like two days later, I saw someone else say it, but they never used the term raw material, but this makes so much sense. And it's so beautiful how wise the body is and how beautiful the brain is. Yeah. So this, this makes sense. So we are, we have free range. I don't really know the details of what you are about to share. I know that literally yesterday I sent you my photos. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, and so um, I'm very curious to see what you have to say. And I, and I, and and I know that, that some of it might be specific to me, but I also recognize that this is very universal. Everything that you've just shared has been extremely universal. Mm -hmm. And so, and then we're going to offer up ways in which you would recommend like top three, top five, do this now, especially if you're a woman of 45 and older or a man, mm -hmm. 45 and older, um, and then ways in which to get in touch with you. If anyone wants to discover more deeply how to uh, take their power back. Yep, absolutely. So Okay, so um, let's just start in your analysis. Uh, a couple of the things that I saw, um, and I never really go into detail on the show exactly what it, the sign is that I'm looking for, but I can see from the top of your tongue that you had a hormonal issue. So mm -hmm. one of the things that I'm really against is, and, and I'm not sure if you're on them or if we discuss this at all even, but I, but I guarantee listeners listening to this are on these and I'm completely against bioidenticals. Oh yeah. I've been on them for seven years. Okay. I have a problem with them. Okay. Uh, even people that are on them, when I give them the remedy to get the hormones back in check and including the pill, which they, a lot of times people take it just to regulate a cycle. No, no, no. Get rid of all of that. You don't want to regulate the cycle through a drug. You want to give the body the raw material. The brain does not want these fake things. The, the brain actually sees that as an invader, but mm -hmm. then 
when I give something natural, and I'll give a great example of this from one of my clients, she's fantastic. Um, we had her hormones in check, okay? It took just uh, seven, eight months to do it, but it should never take that long. Mm. And it should be in check within two to three months. And mm. when I still saw it at six months, I said, what's going on? Is there something you're doing that I don't know about? Mm-hmm. She said, well, actually I'm on the pill. Mm. And I said, okay, are you willing to get off? And she, she said, yes. By the time that she got off of it and then, uh, she was on my protocol, boom, we had the hormones in check seven, eight months. Wow. So bioidenticals are just a fake. I I think about it like this sometimes when somebody has uh, like an organ transplant, one of the worst things you can do, please come to me before you need an organ transplant. Mm. But when you get an organ transplant, they have Mm. to put you on a drug so that your, your brain doesn't go, oh, that's not my kidney. That's not my liver. Okay. So these bioidenticals are very similar to that, in my opinion, okay? So the brain is, when you do give it the real raw material, it is not allowing that to work because you got this bioidentical in there just messing with the brain. Mm -hmm. So it's never a fix, it's just a Band-Aid. So the hormones are not actually getting in check. You might feel better, Mm-hmm. but it's because they're tricking the brain. Mm-hmm. They're not actually giving the real raw material to the body so that it recognizes it and goes, oh, wow, okay, that's awesome. Thank you so much for that. And now I'm going to get to work and turn back on and create the hormones I'm supposed to be creating. So, and even at a certain age, and the reason I ask, and I I think we did have a brief dialogue about this before I ever sent photos, and maybe I didn't talk about my usage of the bioidenticals that I have been on for seven years, Um There is a very strong, what I now believe is propaganda, but at the time I thought it was truth, right? Which is that any woman who's like basically mid 40, she's going to have a little weight gain in her middle. She's going to have sleepless nights, loss of libido, maybe headaches, um, right? And and there's nothing she can do about it because her body will never be able to duplicate those hormones, that this is what she's got to do for the rest of her life in order to maintain the positive of all those things that she is now going to be depleted in forever. And, And you're saying not so. We should be so healthy. It's biblical that we're supposed to be living very healthy all the way up to 125. Mm. So everybody around 70 is like, yep, I'm in my last 10 years. You know, no, no, you should be in the gym at 90, still lifting weights. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Well, that's my mom, 76 and very (laughs) much just getting started. Yes. I've seen videos of of women doing backflips and, you know, Mm -hmm. bodybuilder competitions and craziness at 90. So it's very possible. Mm-hmm. There's a woman in Miami. It's incredible. She grows all of her own food mm-hmm. and she's married to a butcher. Mm-hmm. He's oh. 100. Do you ever see them? This no. He looks 150 and she, they're both in their 70s at least. And she looks to be 35 or 40. Wow. Wow. All the raw material. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what could be then? So you say that you saw some rosebuds that indicate the bioidenticals or that or a hormone imbalance. Now you know it's the bioidenticals. Um, well, actually, not quite. That's covering up the imbalance. So how do we then? What's the solve? Or I don't know what your process is. I don't want to speak too quickly. So basically, I mean, I can't tell anyone. So here's a disclaimer: I can't tell anyone what to do, but I do put together a protocol. 
And if you want to implement it, then you'll talk to my assistant and then she'll help you get it ordered. Okay. Mm -hmm. We get it to everybody at wholesale. It's the same cost I pay as a doctor. So it's the best that we can do for people. But if it was me personally, I would get off the bioidentical and I would take the appropriate raw material. And within a couple of months, we see all those little rosebuds leave. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and listen, if you get off of the raw material, those will show back up in two or three days. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. it's, you can't drive the car from Miami to Orlando, or in your case, Topanga to uh, Portland. Okay. (laughs) I put gas in there. Okay. You have to put gas in the car. This is your Ferrari. Okay. Mm -hmm. And you have to maintain it like that. Mm -hmm. Okay. So we got to have very specific raw material as women, men have different, but also very specific for them. If they don't have it, guess what? You always hear about how they get ED and prostate and enlargement and cancers down there. And if you notice, it always stays just in the prostate. Okay. It's never really a prostate uh, cancer issue or anything like that. It's literally lack of raw material. And so we have them on it. I've got guys that were diagnosed as stage four pancreas or uh, prostate cancer. And in three weeks, my protocol, like no signs of the prostate cancer. Mm-hmm. So most of the time, I even think that is a misdiagnosis. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I recently have come across a lot of information about that too. And um, it's it's pretty crazy uh, what an epidemic it has become. There's a lot of money in it. Let's be clear. Um, okay, so raw material mm-hmm. uh, for hormone restoration. Do not believe in the myth and the lie uh, that you will not have all those things that they say you lose forever at a certain age because of, yeah, lack of, um, mm-hmm. there are other ways. Okay. What else you've seen? And by the way, um, after we talked, I did get off the bioidenticals. So it's only been about four or five days. Um, I'm experiencing headaches. Yeah. Um, yeah, really bad headaches, but I am off everything that I was doing. So COVID was a beautiful initiatory experience for me because I basically just quit cold turkey, like everything um, that was still left in my my world. Okay, continue on. Okay, so I know uh, before I go further that you are detoxing. Now, yeah. when somebody is on a bioidentical or let's say they're a diabetic or they have a blood pressure issue, I never tell anyone to just go cold turkey on it until they have my protocol. Uh-oh. Now they're putting that raw material in. So it's a <laughs> well, welcome to Michelle's world. This is my style. <laughs> okay. That's okay. So I just wanted to put that out there so that everybody doesn't go, oh man, she's having headaches. She shouldn't have gotten off. So no, fair enough. Okay. So uh, I would want you to be on it for a couple of weeks, give it a chance to absorb into the system, let the brain do some work and Mm -hmm. start to send it everywhere it needs to be. And then slowly wean yourself off. And again, by law, I can't tell you to do that. I have to say, consult your medical doctor who put you on it. Mm -hmm. I cannot take you off of it, but if it's me personally, I'm out. It's actually a naturopath that put me on it. Interestingly enough, but okay. Got you clear. Yeah. Okay, so back to you. So when I see lines on the face, mm-hmm. okay, let me let me state this. It would never be a line on your face if the signs were caught early enough, mm. okay? So once a line makes it to the face, it does become a permanent scar. However, um, 
I put, I, I have what I call basically a facelift. It's not an A bottle. Everybody wants just a one-stop shop. There's a lot of things that'll keep us looking youthful longer. And it's just literal, very specific raw material for that to give you a natural facelift where Botox and fillers and things like that are never, ever needed. <clears throat> but uh, once uh, that line makes it to the face, it can be minimized when you do the natural facelift. And then of course the cosmetic surgeons have other things now too, microdermabrasion mm -hmm. uh, and all those kinds of things that can minimize that. But it, it is also the sign of the scene of the crime. For example, uh, in, in yours in particular, I saw small intestine Mm -hmm. and bladder, kidney bladder. Mm -hmm. So when I see that, the sign, uh, small intestine, you probably wouldn't have known too much unless you felt cramping or pain. And I'll explain that. Um, but the kidney bladder would have shown on the tongue first, long before it went to the face. Mm. Another one that shows on the tongue first is the spleen. The spleen then shows up on the face. That's a permanent scar. I look at most every single actor, actress, magazine person, you know, they all have it. So it's very common, but you don't want the spleen to go to sleep and you never want to allow that to be removed. Mm -hmm. And a lot of doctors love to remove that. Well, that filters the toxins out of our blood. Mm -hmm. So do we want to lose that? Mm -mm. Okay. So that's major. That's super important. Mm -hmm. Um, let me look to see if you had that one. Let's see. Uh, you had pancreas, uh, liver a little bit, small intestine, and then the, the uh, one kidney bladder line. So those are the ones that I saw on your face. I saw pretty much everything on the tongue. I can't see uh, the small intestine there. So let me explain the small intestine. So when somebody eats, and this is on my no list, and this is no for life. So for all the listeners, when you hear this, you're going to not be too happy. Uh, you won't love me right now, but you will love me down the road. <laughs> so uh, no wheat, barley, rye, oatmeal, or buckwheat ever again for the rest of your life. Why? Wheat, barley, rye, and oatmeal all have gluten. Oatmeal also has a secondary bad one called gliadin, okay? And then the buckwheat has something called phagopyrene. So all of these things, when we eat them, they go through our whole digestive tract like a wrecking ball. And by the time they make it to the small intestine, it's supposed to look like a shaggy rug in there. And they have, or the small intestine has trillions of these finger-like structures called villi. The villi are responsible for pulling in our nutrients. The wheat, barley, rye, oatmeal, and buckwheat, even if it says it's a gluten-free oatmeal, it does not matter. It has gliadins also. Ah, oh, so wild. Okay. So it destroys the shag in the small intestine, mm. which is why you have a line on the face. And it's, it's not totally obvious to everybody because of the lighting, but that's why I had you send me another photo today so I could get a clear shot and, and be solid in my answer about it. And so the shag has been killed off in your small intestine. Every time you cheat the diet at all, it knocks it right back out. It takes, thank God it can grow back or we'd all be dead. Okay. So mm -hmm. it takes about 14 days for it to start to grow back. And it takes months and months for it to fully grow back. Mm -hmm. Gluten-free 
breads and pizzas and everything. There's we've been brainwashed into thinking that those are the only crusts we eat. Um, uh, you know, oatmeal and and all these different things are the things that we think that we have to eat. But there's fantastic almond crust, uh, sweet potato crust, uh, tapioca flour is really good. There's just a lot of really good ones out there. You just have to look for them. They're delicious. They're way better. And they won't knock the shag out of your small intestine. Do you mean like breads and pastries and things like that? If you've got a craving for that type of food, you can still enjoy that kind of food. But mm-hmm. let's be clear. This, this, this is painting a picture of you're probably going to be eating mostly at home. It's, it's difficult. In Miami, we have great gluten-free options. Mm-hmm. But even if you pick up a loaf of bread and it says gluten-free, you still have to read that label to make sure there's no oatmeal because no one's talking about gliadins. I'm one of like three doctors in the whole world. Wow. That talks about it. Yeah. Very. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. This is so mind blowing. Okay. So basically the no list of all of that, no and forever. Um, yeah. So you're seeing that as a marker for some not so good Yeah. Well, what that does when, okay, so here's the bigger, worst picture of this. So people really need to understand this. It's bad enough. We don't have the shag in the small intestine. Mm -hmm. So when, when you don't have that, you've lost those fingers, those grab the nutrients. So if anybody's listening, that's obese or overweight, the reason that you are obese or overweight is because you don't have those finger like structures So the only thing your body is pulling in is calories. So Mm -hmm. if you throw, for example, all the vitamin C in the world at the body, you're Mm going to absorb less than 2% of it. You Mm -hmm. won't get the good because you've lost the structure. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. So you're going to always crave foods. You're going to always crave breads and and chocolate and sweets. And uh, some crave salt. When you crave salt, eat it and eat as much as you possibly can because that's very important to us. Uh, the Japanese diet, they eat between, uh, ready for this, this is mind blowing, 12 to 15 grams of salt per day. It's the equivalent of about a salt shaker. Wow. Yeah. The American diet, we get one to three grams. And now this is not an exact, so I don't want anybody to go back and say, she said this, but it's pretty close. We have, um, close to 50% more cancers than them mm-hmm. and 50% more sickness than them in general. Now that's not an exact, but the point is they get tons of salt. And if you look at their figures, they're thin, they have great skin, they have great hair. They don't have our issues mm-hmm. and they get lots of salt. Interesting. Okay. But of course, not salt on chips <laughs> that come from wheat. <laughs> yeah, come so, from, yeah. yeah. So, so all of this is so great. Okay. So what else are you seeing? Okay, so uh, let's see, we did the face. I, I basically said the different lines that I saw there. Um, pan, uh, pancreas was one of them, let me see. Yeah, pancreas was one. So basically in your protocol, I gave you some things that feed your pancreas. So we're gonna, it's like putting oil in the car or spark mm-hmm. plugs in the car. So we're gonna feed that organ so that the brain doesn't keep robbing because right now you have a very faint scar. Mm. you're not even probably too much aware of it. A cosmetic surgeon or a, you know, whatever, they're not all surgeons, but the people that do the Botox and the fillers and things like that, they would recognize it in a heartbeat, but they don't know it's an organ. They just think it's a wrinkle. Mm-hmm. 
Okay. Mm -hmm. So they go fill it in, covering it up. So you don't really realize, oh my gosh, I got to feed that organ. I got to, I got to take care of that. Interesting. Yeah. Where Um, is that line? (laughs) It's on your nose. It's above your nose. Okay. Oh, right here. So I didn't know it's in there. It's in that area. Okay. So uh, until I got that full photo of your face, yes, you know, because some of them were cut off and I couldn't see, mm-hmm. but yeah, most everything on you, turn this way a little bit, turn other way. Okay. So you actually do show large intestine in like seeing you here now as well. So in the protocol I put together, we'll cover it plus the good and bad food list. So you remove everything from the bad and you uh, just take the good. And if anybody wants a copy of that good and bad food list, they can just go to the website and all you do is put in your email. I don't spam anybody. I don't have time. I'm so busy, but you put in your email and it'll auto generate to you within an hour. It takes, I don't know why it's, I use MailChimp and it takes an hour to get there. So. Okay, great. And I'll leave that uh, website address in the show notes. And um, also if you just want to share it verbally really quickly. Sure. The body can can because the body can right yes, got it is the point so the body can.com and it's Perfect. right there on the first page okay excellent and that's <laughs> going to give you the free list of the do's and the don'ts for lifetime yes. okay yep. got it okay so everybody can print that off and then uh okay the fingernails um there's things that are normal on all of our fingers and it's the it's the half moon so if everybody can look at their fingernails right now and uh that's listening and they look at every single finger and see if they have half moons. The half moons are right around the cuticle, the little white, and they should be on every finger but the pinkies. I okay. only have it in one finger and it's the right hand thumb. Mm-hmm. So when it's not on uh, the pinkies, okay, then we're good. But if it's on if it's missing from any of the other fingers, that's a whole host of issues. So some things indicate cancer. Yours did not, or I would have said it. And uh, and I never tell somebody that they have a cancer. I just say that, you know, there's signs that indicate it. So others are circulatory issues. And if there's a question, if there is like in your case, you just have the one, then we watch that. So when I do the analysis, every 30 days, you send a fresh set of photos. And I look at that because I'm looking to make sure that the protocol is indeed bringing these things back. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. Oh, I'm so so excited to hopefully see them one day. (laughs) Yeah. So we want to see that come back because that's a sign of health when you have eight of the half moons. If you don't, you definitely need to be getting scheduled with me because that means that there's something going on. Mm -hmm. Okay. So remember the body is robbing certain areas to compensate for, let's say the heart, Mm -hmm. any vital organ, the brain will rob all the other areas to save those vital organs. Okay. So in my case, while you may not see an indicator to cancer in the moment, are you saying though, that there are indicators, there are health concerns for the heart? Uh, it's, it can be all over the board. Heart really didn't show up in yours. Uh, you definitely have deficiencies, um, simple ones, uh, which are covered in your protocol. But as I wrote in your, and I'm going to tell everybody, contrary to popular belief, the spots and the ridges are not caused by simple 
uh, zinc or calcium deficiencies. Like most people think that that's it, but they're actually indicators of other things. And there are things not in your nails uh, that will show up. Like for example, if somebody has uh, bleeding hemorrhoids, uh, took on some kind of a trauma, or maybe they have an ulcer, uh, internal bleeding will show up in the fingernails for me. So I remember sitting on a plane one time and I was sitting next to, uh, it was a pilot. He wasn't flying, but he was in uniform and it was killing me because I was looking at his fingernails the whole, the whole flight and he had internal bleeding showing on numerous nails. Mm. He also had really high indicators of high blood pressure and definitely a heart related issue, whether it was heart disease, I, I don't know, but uh, cause that would require further testing, but I can see the indicators. And finally, at the uh, last 15 minutes of the flight, I said, cause he had headphones on. I said, tap, 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 excuse me. Um, I'm a naturopathic doctor. And I just like introduced and kind of tiptoed in. And I said that, you know, what I do. And I said, I just so happened to see your fingernails. And, you know, they're like, right, they had gigantic hands. It was not hard to miss. And I told him what the sign was that I saw on them and that it indicated uh, internal bleeding. And I said, you know, also just looking at you, uh, and he was near retirement age. I said, um, I would guess that you have high blood pressure. And he said, yes, actually I do. I'm on meds, da, da, da. And that he had, he volunteered that he had a heart issue. So these things are really obvious to me, mm -hmm. um, you know, and in that situation, I had to tiptoe in a little bit. And mm -hmm. uh, the I, thing I, is, I gave he, him a card and he said, I'm going to call you. And he never did. Yeah. Well, I, uh, I'm not surprised. Most people, again, just want to avoid this conversation altogether yeah. and just go take a, a pill and hope for the best. Um, I want to piggyback yeah. on something that you just said, though, just for clarity for me and or my listeners. You had mentioned that you didn't see anything heart related on my fingernails, but I remember before we hit record, you definitely said that your biggest concern for me was heart related. So did yeah. that show up somewhere else in the body? Is that what we're about to get to? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Got it. So, um, I'm not afraid to, to have my listeners hear this because I'm going to completely restore, you know, my health. You know, I, I didn't know any of this was really going on. Mm -hmm. So I'm grateful for the information. So the heart will show up in numerous areas for me. Um, fingernails is one of them, but it's not showing there for now. Um, the other place places can be the nose mm -hmm. can be the face for sure. I see that all the time. And I'm seeing that in younger and younger people, unfortunately. And I, and I will mention one thing. I'll, I'll do that here in a second. But also on the tongue. Mm. So the tongue is a huge indicator for that. And I do see it on your tongue. Mm -hmm. So it'll show top and bottom. Mm -hmm. And I mostly see it on the underneath of your tongue. Mm -hmm. uh, the tongue should be. So another place that I need everybody to go look right now. The tongue on the underneath should be the color of your gums. Very fleshy colored pinkish fleshy colored. And if it's not, yeah, a lot of people think that the color under there is normal. It's common, but it is not healthy. Mm -hmm. So when I see that, uh, you know, and there's two different ways, there's heart and liver on the underneath, um, heart, liver, kidneys, gallbladder, uh, gosh, hormones, you name it on the top. There's lots of things on the top, but when I see it, it's a slowdown of the blood. It's a stagnation of the blood. It's a lack of oxygen. It's a lack of flow. 
uh, I say that we need to get, uh, well, if you go to an acupuncturist, they'll say that you need to get your chi moving, mm-hmm. uh, which then the, that is the energy. What's the energy of our body? What's our life force? It's the blood. So we got to get that moving. So on yours, for example, if uh, we take an LA freeway with no backups, everybody's just zip, 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 moving down that LA freeway, um, you're, you're, um, it would be the equivalent of about a five to six car pileup. Okay. Mm. So I've seen 10 car pileups on people's and that's where, you know, they're on the verge of, you know, a heart attack or a stroke or something like that. So the mere fact that you're off the bioidenticals now and getting headaches, I also don't like that. Mm-hmm. So um, when somebody has gray hair, white hair, loss of hair, hemorrhoids, um, migraines, varicose veins, spider veins, things like that, those are all signs of the heart. Mm-hmm. And so we got to open all of that up so that the blood flows. So it's in your protocol to do that. And we break up any of the blockages that are in the path. This is just one place I see, but that it's going on all over the whole body. So mm-hmm. we open that all up. We get it flowing. We break up all the blockages and we get that all carried out through the bloodstream. So uh-huh. that's what I, as a naturopathic doctor do when it comes to the heart and a lot of people listening will think, uh, or, you know, maybe have dealt with somebody that had AFib or something like that. That's actually not a heart issue. That's actually osteoporosis of the skull. So is vertigo and tinnitus and, uh, uh, optic nerve atrophy. And there's just a, even COPD, all of these things are osteoporosis of the skull reversible naturally got to get a full analysis with me so I can see everything going on but all of those are reversible. The medical community says they're all progressive uh, and they move towards drugs and surgeries mm-hmm. and say that they're really not reversible. They are. They actually, okay. Interesting. I had forgotten to write in my intake that I suffer from pretty severe vertigo um, almost I'm daily. Dealing. I'm dealing. I, I saw other signs. I didn't need to know that. I mean, it helps. But when you said uh, migraines, I was already dealing with it. I already know what to do. Okay. So part of my protocol will include uh, bringing in the raw materials to help repair. Okay, great. Then I just want to piggyback on something that you said that you'll come back to. And you were going down the lane because we were talking about a pileup on the freeway of you're seeing this young and younger and younger women or people. And men. And men. And and I am testing this. So some people are going to, you know, uh, be like, ah, it can't be. So. Uh, a heart, when it shows on the face, um, typically is broken up into two, two different lines. Mm-hmm. Now I'm seeing people with one straight line at a much younger age. Mm. So normally it would be two straight lines that I see, you know, uh, more horizontal on the face. Now I'm seeing straight lines all the way across mm-hmm. in the heart meridian. And I'm seeing it younger and younger. So I have uh, 30-year-olds that have straight across heart lines. So I always ask certain questions like, you know, did you take this? Are you on this? You know, have you experienced this? And the answer pretty much lately across the board is 100% answer is positive, you know, yes to my questions. So people just got to stay clean (laughs) and not take things. So when you, are you talking about the shots? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Most of my audience is very clear. 
that I did not, um, I don't know what people have done that tune in. But what I love about your work is that if they did or they didn't, they can do their very best to restore their immune system, which is the most important thing that they can do. And let's just say, because I know I have quite a few girlfriends as an example, and many tune into Fire and Soul. They didn't get the shot, but maybe their husband or partner did. And so they're with them. And so there is also hope for those people, right? Like just, again, everything comes back to this breakthrough analysis Mm-hmm. at being able to look at these, the underlying root causes in ways that virtually nobody else in the world is. Is that fair to say? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And if um, somebody is with a spouse that did and they did not, uh, chances are their cycle was, you know, messed with a little bit. And if that's the case, a couple of things, we definitely want to detox the body. We definitely want to support the reproductive system. Mm-hmm. So the good and bad food list will help with that to a point, Mm -hmm. but there is raw material that has to be put into the body to put that back to track, Mm -hmm. back on track. And so they definitely want to reach out and get that taken care of. Okay. Okay. Beautiful. Before we move into maybe like the top three things that you could recommend before they reach out, just like, Hey, do these now, or don't do these things right now, at least until we connect. Um, Is there anything else that you see in my photos or are we, are we complete there for like the bigger picture? Yeah, I think we went through most everything and nothing yeah. told me, uh, scared me at all, but you know, they need attention. And I will say this, uh, because it was mentioned about cravings. So I'll just bring one mm-hmm. of the possibilities of cravings up. So when somebody is, uh, craving, let's say bread, their body really doesn't want bread. Right. So think about somebody who's obese and they're just like hungry, hungry, hungry. That's called pica. Uh, they're just, they're, their brain is saying, listen, I need some good raw material. So you're hungry and mm-hmm. you eat and then you don't give it what it wanted. Doritos mm-hmm. didn't do it. The ice cream didn't do it. The, you know, fill in the blank didn't do it. So it says you're hungry again and you eat again mm-hmm. and again. And that's how that piles up. So bread cravings in general are nitrogen. That's what the body really wants. So you eat high protein foods, fish, meats, tree nuts, never a ground nut and beans. So reason uh, never a ground nut is because they are on the ground, they're sitting in moisture, they collect mold and that causes a problem in our bodies. Sometimes mm. even death. Okay, good. Okay, got it. Now there was something else that you had said, I think before we hit record or maybe on the phone earlier and you said, your underlying issues are coming from these predominant areas. You talked about seed oils. You talked about gluten. And I think those are the two major, but there might've been a third one. And I feel like this is universal. Like we know this now at this point, it's, it's like common sense, but it's not really common sense because you got to read the labels and you got to know the distinctions between one over another. Okay. So um, a stick of butter a day is what really kept the doctor away. Wow. Okay. (laughs) Now are we talking certified organic, raw? Like, does that, I mean, if you've got country crack, throw it out. Yeah. Okay. Please don't sue me. Um, But if you have a parquet or a margin, it'll state on the label 60% oil. That is bad. Mm -hmm. So I need everybody to understand about the oils, why they're bad. So if you take a bite out of an apple, set it on the counter in 15 minutes, that's turning brown. Mm -hmm. Okay, you've compromised the shell of that of that apple. It's now exposed to oxygen. It's oxidizing. 
okay? When you do that to an avocado, to an uh, almond, think of these as oils, uh, coconut, olive, you've compromised it. So in the processing, those are exposed to oxygen. They don't close them up right away. Uh, if they were processing it in a healthy manner, they would be in nitrogen rooms and they would kill all the oxygen off. They would have dive tanks and, you know, dive tanks on their mouth, mm -hmm. breathing oxygen and filling that whole room full of nitrogen. Because once oxygen hits it, it starts the oxidation process. Well, when it comes to oils, those are, in my opinion, in my experience, the number one cause of the number one reason people die in this country, which is heart-related issues because they cause oxidative stress in our body. And I see that blockage in the tongue all the time, daily, almost okay. everywhere. And they're everywhere. I mean, these days, and you're a doctor in the medical freedom movement for sure. Um, mm -hmm. They're all talking about the oils. And so some of the most common places like fried foods, for example, or gluten or, yeah. So, and I mean, I'm not going to lie. Like I have been a French fry girl. Like, and I always thought I was like fun. Like I'm small, like I'm, you know, I'm, I'm little, like I can get away with it. I just never really put it together. And I'm almost embarrassed to admit that, but that's just where we are in our reality of getting really honest about our, our choices yeah. and our habits, and they are easily breakable and we can take our power back. So what is, what are three must do's or, or do not do until, or if someone is uh, able to connect with you? Okay. No more wheat, barley, rye, oats, or buckwheat anymore for the rest of your life. No more seed oils. And also that includes almond milks, coconut milks, oat milks, the oil is in there too. Okay. What so will it look like on the label? I don't know that they'll even say it, but no almond milk. Don't oh, go to the God. store. Don't go to the Starbucks and get almond milk put in your coffee. You're killing your heart. Wow. Stop. And can you give examples of seed oils for those who may not be aware? Mm -hmm. uh, almonds. So olive oil, avocado oil, coconut oil. Everybody cooks with coconut oil anymore. Oh, it can handle the high heat. Da, da, da. If you crack that coconut and you extract the oil and you eat it right now within the first 30 minutes, I'm good with that. It's very healthy. But what we're getting in the stores is old. It's already rotted and they pump it full of gas so that it doesn't taste or smell rotten or rancid, but it indeed is. Mm. Stop eating them all. Even if they say, well, the best oil on the market is avocado oil, da, da, da. Uh, it's still rotten and rancid. It's still oxidized. Interesting. They're so bad. wild. Because I immediately go to like safflower oil, sunflower oil, canola oil, obviously. Those worst. are the real bad no-nos. Canola is the worst, yes. Um, but I didn't, I didn't know about things like coconut oil. I mean, this is so interesting. The Sean Hannity radio show in like 2019, somewhere mm -hmm. in there. And I brought that up and that audience absolutely attacked me over saying about the coconut oil. They're like, ah, and I am right. And they probably all went on and there's doctors out there promoting eat, you know, this, uh, what is the one olive oil, like crazy. No, stop them all. If you want to live your full life. Wow. This has been incredible. Um, and so I'm going to encourage everyone to head on over to thebodycan.com to pick up the do's and don'ts list. It's free. 
Uh, you won't be spammed. You're too busy to do so. Yeah. Um, and then, and then from there, uh, start there and then, and then book, you know, uh, well, how, how do they book with you? What's the next step yeah. if someone wants to move forward? They can actually check out on the same website, thebodycan.com forward slash schedule, and they can see all the options of analysis that I offer. And I do offer numerous different kinds, depending on what the issue is or how long they want to spend with me or how big of a package they want. So uh, that's one way. Or if they just want to pick up the phone and have somebody, my assistant, call them 844-275-1056. I'll give it one more time. 844-275-1056. And then the body can. You have to make sure it says can and not cam because cam will take you to another world. Don't do that. The yeah, you can imagine thebodycan.com forward slash schedule. Okay, got it. And what I love about this is that you're working with, you know, men and women of all different ages and sizes and backgrounds in what, 13 different countries? About, 18. Yep. about 18 different countries at this point. Like I said, I've seen you on the who's who in, in, in really the freedom movement space on podcast and YouTube shows, et cetera. And, and, uh, and I came across you uh, because you are close friends with someone that had me as a guest on his show called the Awakened Nation show with Brad Solis. And he is such an awakened warrior. And when I told him that I was concerned about this and this and that, and he was like, you got to reach out to Dr. Randy. And so, so this all happened really quickly, but that's how quick it is when you get serious and intentional um, mm -hmm. about really wanting to take your health back. And these are areas in which ev virtually everything you shared is new. And that's what I love. It's new, but it also makes sense on the deepest level. Yeah. 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 Is there anything that you want to share or that you wish you had been asked as, as we wrap the conversation? One more thing that I wanted to throw in for your audience to mm -hmm. do uh, is eat lots of eggs. That's another thing that we've been told that is the enemy. I've even heard naturopathic doctors go on radio shows saying that it's toxic to the body. That is like the most perfect food, an egg. Even the shell, I dry them out, just let them sit and dry out. And I grind up that shell and brush my teeth with the, the eggshell because it's 100% calcium. Mm -hmm. So uh, eat lots of eggs. It's the good cholesterol that we need. And maybe if I come back and do another show, we'll talk about cholesterol in detail because that's, a whole, nother, that's mm -hmm. a, a whole nother road to go down. So. Okay, interesting. But but before we go, I have to I'll just ask one qualifying question. So these days we have to be very, very mindful of where we are getting any of our food, our meats, our dairy, et cetera, right? Like there are there's some crazy plans and things that are already happening that are in the food, not even food anymore. Right. So is there is there something to be aware of to look at on the packaging uh, to know that it is a quality, organic, antibiotic-free egg? I mean, I imagine that really matters. What I personally uh, use, and I've actually posted on my social media, like I've taken pictures of the cheapest eggs and then Vital Farms, they have a pasture-raised organic. I took a picture mm -hmm. of that one. And then they also have, an, which is fantastic. And then another one that is their heirloom egg and it's a blue egg and the chicken hasn't been, even animals are genetically modified, okay? Mm -hmm. So that chicken is like the original chicken. Wow. So, right. It's different. And they actually show you on their carton exactly uh, which farm it came from. They have cameras on their farms. So very clean. 
So I choose if I can find the heirloom ones, which I can't find everywhere. Sprouts doesn't carry them, but Whole Foods does. Uh, so I'll get the heirloom there, but clean, organic, pasture raised, not caged. Yes. Caged means that animal was stuck in that barn. They might've put a little hole on the side, but they just like a chicken can fly, but they don't know they can fly because they've never flown. So even though there's that little hole in there in the barn, the chickens won't go out of it because they were raised to not. To, so they're feared on the outside world. So cage free, mm -mm. I like pasture raised, which means they're out there kicking and scratching like they're supposed to be. Okay. I'm so glad that I asked that because that's such an important distinction that I don't think a lot of people are aware of, not just the pasture raised versus cage free, but even to be mindful of, of one dozen eggs is not the same as another dozen eggs. So right. it's just, again, getting really mindful. So, and that's great news for me because I happen to love eggs and I'm not really a meat eater in general. I'm just not really drawn to it, but I can get a lot of protein that way. And I saw that on your to-do list, um, your to eat list. So that's great. Um, this has been amazing. Thank you so much for taking the time to, I know how busy you are and to share my results. And I know there's more nuance and texture there, but I would love to have you back in maybe four to six months Perfect. and I will take new photos and we'll just continue to share the updates. And my guess is that there will be certain people in my audience that also are going to be reaching out That'd to be you. Fantastic. And if yep. that's the case, I'm now speaking to my audience, please let me know that you are. I'm getting the chills because that's always my divine team saying, yes, yes, yes. Get your health back together. Um, um, let me know um, because I just want to support you. I get nothing out of this. There's no money in it anyway. I'm not an affiliate on any level. I want to be clear on that. This is my greatest wish is that we all awaken to every part of ourselves to be fully optimal on every level. And that's the good work that you're doing. So I want to just say thank you. Thank you, Dr. Randy. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. And I'm, I'm grateful to anybody who is listening that stuck with me to the end and you to the end because we gave a lot of goodies away here at the tail end too. So yeah, actually really good. I might promo this at the top. <laughs> Such good work. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank you so much for having me. Mm -hmm. Bye everybody. Thank you for listening to fire and soul. If you enjoyed today's episode, please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast on your favorite pod player. And if you'd like to connect on social, you can find me anywhere at Michelle Sorrow. Or if you'd like to reach out to me directly, you can at fireandsoulpodcast.com. Thanks for listening.